Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process. I am, of course, of your host, Greg Wareham. we got a great guest for you today who's going to talk about coaching and mentoring and different part-time, full-time agents. Vin Frana, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Greg. Well, thanks for taking the time, Vin. Of course. <laughs> so, Vin, let's get right into it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so Vin, when you look mm -hmm. at part-time real estate agents, I know you've worked a lot with a lot of them over the course of time. You're a real estate coach. Mm -hmm. What do you think are some of the really important things that people need to focus on if they're deciding to do the job from five to nine? I mean, the biggest one is time management. I right. mean, even the nine to five agents have trouble dealing with that. But when you only have a four hour period to do your full work day, you really have to be on top of everything. Okay. It, walk us through that. So what does the time management blocking look like for somebody? So it's establishing certain periods of time where you absolutely have to get something done. So most agents, they take from, say, 9 to 11. This is a full-time agent. Mm -hmm. They do their prospecting calls. So they're calling everybody and their mother to find out who wants to sell some real estate. Mm -hmm. um, when you're working from 5 to 9... You have four hours total to do your work day. You're doing showings. You're doing, you know, writing contracts, all that sure. fun stuff to where, so now you got to really be focused in that short amount of time. How do I compress? Yeah, because I'm compressing an eight-hour day down into four hours. How do I compress it and still have success? Well, so a great resource for that is actually the four-hour work week that talks about how to compress your time into a shorter amount of time. So... Um, and that's by, who is it? Tim Ferriss, I think. Okay. Four hour yeah. work week gives a, it's a book on it. Yes. That's a book. It's an audio book as well. So when you're doing your commute to your nine to five, you can be learning how to shorten your work day. Um, but somebody who is only working four hours a day in real estate, they can compress it into the biggest, most important things are prospecting. Mm -hmm. So that's getting the new leads that eventually turn into business. And then it's really focusing on your client relationships. So that's doing showings. That's, you know, we miss out on an offer. Here's a $20 bouquet and, oh, my God, I'm so sorry we missed out. We'll get the next one. It's making sure that you are so on top of your clients that they don't go to someone who's a full-time agent. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So you got to be super intense about it over mm -hmm. that four-hour time frame. Absolutely. So number one being prospecting and then mm -hmm. working with the, the clients that you're already working yeah. with. So should you fit a client into your schedule or are you trying to accommodate the client's needs, right? So the biggest way to do it is to make their needs become what you can fulfill. Yeah, great. That's a great point. Yeah. So most people are working nine to five anyway. So they're not going and seeing houses at noon. You don't have to rearrange your workday schedule at your day job in mm -hmm. order to satisfy the needs of your clients. Um, COVID's kind of screwed that up a little bit with how many people are work from home, but that's when you get into, you know, your, your groups and your networks at your office. So one thing that's great about my coaching group is that if somebody is working during a time that their client needs to see a house, well, there's eight other agents that'll step in and help you out. Yeah, that's a great point. It kind of mm -hmm. gives you that team concept and that, that sense of community. Absolutely. That's um, great. Yeah. So that's that's one way to kind of get around the time restrictions that you have. Um, but most people are looking at houses during the week from 530 on. So, right. 
you know, it's, it's not that difficult. It's really making sure that you still prospect. And there's a certain amount of a, a mental hurdle for an agent working part-time to say, hey, listen, if I can't show the house until 6 o'clock because mm-hmm. I'm doing my prospecting from 5 to 6, mm-hmm. the consumer's okay with that. Yeah. You're but in we another feel that it's not. I got to accommodate and jump through it. Yeah, you're in another appointment. An appointment can be your two-year-old niece's birthday party. You know, <laughs> right, that's right. an appointment. Right. Um, your client doesn't have to know that you're out at a barbecue. It's you're at an appointment, but you'll make sure to get them into your schedule. You know, a couple really great nuggets that I'm taking out of this are, mm-hmm. one, if you're going to do this thing from five to nine, you have to time block. It's critical Absolutely. part of doing it. You have to prospect and then you have to fulfill your client's needs. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to do it on your schedule that yes. works for you most effectively. I love the other thing that you said as well, Vin, about uh, being part of a community, mm-hmm. right? So if you're a coach or if you're part of Vin's coaching team, mm-hmm. well, you have a community that can help you facilitate, facilitate the needs as well. Absolutely. And then you have obviously me and some of the more experienced agents in the group that are the resource for the questions of, well, what is a CEO? What is, you know, there, there's so many different, um, like, what is this contingency, an appraisal contingency? Well, sure. what does that mean? I mean, we're talking mortgages now, but if you waive an appraisal contingency, the appraisal still happens. It's just that you have to come up with the cash. Right. And that's something that a lot of part-time agents don't necessarily understand because they're not exposed to the conversations in the office that are happening every day because they can't be exposed to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have no clue what waiving an appraisal contingency means or if their clients can even do it. Right. Well, that's a, that's a great point that you that you bring up. If you're part-time, you really shouldn't be out on the island by yourself mm-hmm. somewhere. You want to be part of a group. You want to work with others to be able to facilitate the schedule, the needs of your consumer, mm-hmm. and to get a prospect. What's the biggest uh, challenge that they have part-time? Uh, part-time, it's 100% time management, mm. um, and then it's consistency. Because right. not only, I mean, real estate itself is extremely tiring. Um, you're dealing with emotions. You're dealing with a lot of money all the time. Um, But now take that with someone who just worked a nine-to-five shift somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And now they have to be on their A-game for the next four hours. Sure. So, you know, I would say probably um, time management and consistency are the two biggest hurdles for my part-time agents. You know something? A lot of people work part-time jobs Mm -hmm. they have to go to. You know, real estate part-time job, that's a job Mm -hmm. you can make a lot of money at if you're disciplined Mm -hmm. for that four hours out of the day. Absolutely. I mean, the average commission... Uh, in our market area, it's like $10,000. And that's at 2% commission. Wow. You know? So you do one of those a month, it's 120,000 a year. Exactly. Doing a part-time job, four hours a day. Yeah, it's unheard of. Yeah. 20 hour a week job making $120,000. Do you find a lot of people that come in and want to do this Mm part-time? Is their end goal trying to do this full-time? I would say about 90% of my coaching clients that are part-time. <laughs> they love their career. No, they want to switch to full-time real estate because they want the freedom. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, what you put into it is what you get out of it. Yep. But the ability to go to your kid's soccer game or, you know, go on that vacation for a week, it, it's huge. And that's the advantage of being a full-time real estate agent. Um, 
Yeah, you can see it, though, because it kind of plays into the whole American dream. We're working in corporate America, mm -hmm. and we're all getting burned out and worn down by it because at the end of the day, especially if it's a publicly traded company, it's all about the shareholders. People feel like you're commoditized, right? Yeah. So you look at it and say, all right, what's some ancillary income I can drive? You go into real estate, mm -hmm. and as soon as you start to get in, especially when you close a couple of deals, you're know, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I can make a lot of money doing this. Mm -hmm. You want to go full time, and you want to have that freedom. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think, like at what point in time, then, is it the right time for someone to go and be full-time? That is quite the loaded question. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I'm ready. So I got a six-shooter. There's definitely a few <laughs> factors. So, number one, you need yeah. to know how much you personally need in reserves mm. to not make any money for six months. Yeah. Good That's point. a huge one. And then you also have the amount of leads coming in. Mm -hmm. You're getting one lead a, a month. Maybe you're not ready to go full-time because you're not getting enough business to sustain working full-time. Mm -hmm. um, and there are plenty of ways to ensure that you can get that by leads. You can create your own. Yeah. There are services that give you the telephone numbers for whatever house that you want. Yeah, um, I'm going to peel this back a little bit. Yeah, so the absolutely. number one thing, and I think it's a fantastic point for the people that are listening out there today, mm -hmm. is if you're going to go be a full-time real estate agent, you have to have six Six months of reserves. Yeah, at right? least. That's at least. minimum. So if you got a $10,000 a month nut, well, mm -hmm. you better have $60,000. And I'm being a little aggressive in the numbers to ex uh, exaggerate the point. So that's number one. But are you being that aggressive, though? Because now you also True. have, so you have, let's say you have a mortgage. So what's the average mortgage right now in Monmouth you're, County? You're probably $3,500 a month. Yeah, so $3,500 a month. That doesn't include your bills. So let's tack on another seven fifty, including your groceries. Mm -hmm. and that's eating ramen at least once a week. Right. <laughs> and you have no kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you obviously need to pay for your car. You need to pay for gas. You need to pay for so many things. So 10000 a month isn't that crazy of a nut to have. Yeah, that's a great point. And now you're tacking on top of it business expenses. Yeah. So you have to, I do a lot of direct mail personally. Okay. A hundred letters is $87. And you so, can't mail them just once. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I send between 100 and 400 letters a week. Yep. So we're anywhere between, what, $87 and... It's so like, how many, it's no, like but like, let's go through the math. So you yeah. said, so you're doing about $300 a month just in direct mail. Exactly. $3,600 a year. Oh, I'm sorry, that's a week. That's a week. Yeah. 300 so it's $1,200 a month. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's almost 10 grand per year. It's over 10 grand per year, yeah. 12 grand plus per year. I mean, that's a big number you got to factor in there, mm -hmm. especially for the first six months. If you're cutting it in half, Absolutely. you, know, you got six, $7,000 extra. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was just, as you're talking about it, then I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I'm coming on as a part-time agent, a great strategy would be, all right, let me close X amount of deals, put mm -hmm. that money in reserve to make my full-time move over yeah. into real estate. And another big one that we're, I forgot to mention, health insurance. Yeah. Because yep. as a real estate agent, you're a 1099. Right. You are, you don't get health benefits. Yep. So now you have, at one point I was on subsidized health insurance and it was still $400 a month. Right. Yeah, there's things you really got to weigh in. Mm -hmm. You have to talk to people that have been down the path. So we know we have to have the reserve money and then you bring up lead flow right yeah. out of the gate. Absolutely. You know, you got to make sure what's your plan, right? Mm -hmm. 
what's my plan? All right, so I've had some success. I've spoken to my friends and family, mm -hmm. and I've been able to save enough money to have reserves to make the leap into the financial freedom of real estate full time. Absolutely. But mm -hmm. now how am I going to really drive the business? Because there's only mm -hmm. so many friends and family that I can go after. Get, talk to that. I know you do some direct mailing. What are some of the other, other strategies? Ben? Well, so now you're doing direct mail. Um, my favorite thing to do is something called circle prospecting. Ooh. So it doesn't even have to be your listing. doesn't yep. even have to be your company's listing. If somebody's house goes under contract, guess who's telling every single neighbor? <laughs> you pick up the phone. We call it smile and dial. And... You just say, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. Did you know your neighbor at 123 Main Street just went under contract? Do you know anybody interested in moving to the neighborhood or moving out of the neighborhood? Mm. So it's kind of indirectly asking them. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. How much does that cost? So obviously your phone bill. Yep. And then there are certain free ways to get the telephone numbers, but there are a lot of services that charge you know, anywhere from 75 to $150 a month right. just for the list of telephone numbers. Yeah, but you see, now that's an investment that's worth it. Absolutely. You know, as long as you're trained on how to do it, this again, why, from a coaching standpoint, mm -hmm. why it's so important, right? You don't want to do this stuff all willy-nilly, right? You got to have a plan. This is how I'm going to attack it. You want to hear people do it su successfully because it helps Absolutely. you fine-tune your, your skills with it. Mm -hmm. And really for a very limited investment, you can reach out to unlimited amount of people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my program gives me 3,000, they're called geo leads okay. a month. So I can pick an address, 123 Main Street, and say, I want the closest 500 homes to that address to go mm -hmm. call. Mm. Um, and that's really, that was a huge part of my business in the beginning. Okay. I, for one, don't like being screamed at constantly. So. <laughs> what do you mean? I love it. <laughs> Listen, it amps me up every once in a while, but <laughs> two hours that a day. That changes when you have at. kids. You just get used to it. <laughs> but so I've shifted my business more towards direct mail yeah. because I'm getting people that go, come list me. Right. Um, and that, that's a very rewarding feeling as sure. well. And you, you got to earn that. You're not getting right out of the right into the business. You're not getting the come list me calls sure. typically. All right. Well, let's make this cost effective for people. So now yeah. you have your reserves trying to make that move over to full time. Mm -hmm. We know that for a limited investment, you can really get an unlimited yeah. amount of data for you mm -hmm. to reach out and circle prospect in an area mm -hmm. to see if there's people interested in listing their property or if they know anyone who's interested yeah. in listing their property you can go the direct mail route as well mm -hmm. as you start to build more reserves you can make that type of an investment absolutely and then what else are we looking to do from there then so we have the cold calling we yeah. have the direct mail we have word of mouth mm -hmm. joining a chamber of commerce is huge for producing business it's all about networking it's mm -hmm. not what you know it's who you know yeah that's a great point and, you know, a, a mentor of mine, her big kind of slogan was you want to deal with high net worth individuals sure. because that's where you make the most money. Listen, first time home buyers are great. I love them. They're some of the most rewarding clients to work yeah. with. But selling the million dollar home is also really rewarding, too, for your bank account. Sure. You know, I want to talk about the Chamber of Commerce because mm -hmm. I think that's a big miss for salespeople. Yeah. You know, salespeople have a tendency to get into a transactional mindset mm -hmm. at times. And, you know, it's part of their overall wiring, right? You're looking for the shiny thing all the time. So you mm -hmm. get transactional with things you're looking to do. So you join the Chamber of Commerce. What's the opportunity in an organizational group like that? 
So let's say the chamber is 50 members strong. Not unusual for a chamber of commerce. Mm -hmm. How many people do you think each person in that group knows? At least Just on average. 10. Okay, 10. You now have access to 500 people. Right. That you would not have had access to before. And you're not necessarily selling the chamber members. Mm -hmm. You're selling their friends and family. Mm -hmm. And you become a trusted individual because of the relationships that you build. And that's sure. a key word. Eh, key word there is relationships. And relationships take time. Yes. They take fostering. They mm -hmm. take development. They take caring. They take empathy. You're right? Because a mm -hmm. business relationship in a lot of ways is not that much different from a personal relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to treat them in the same fashion. Absolutely. See, and that's a great slow drip. That's going to take six months to build that. And that's why you build that six months of reserves to where if you have zero dollars coming in, you're fine. You know, I've noticed people at times when they come into full-time real estate mm -hmm. that when they're a little bit overwhelmed, a yes. lot of bit overwhelmed, mm -hmm. And, you know, they kind of almost, they almost get, what's the expression? Analysis by paralysis. Oh, or paralysis, yeah, paralysis by analysis, by analysis right? Analysis, yep. Where they come in, they're like so overwhelmed with stuff. You know, how do mm -hmm. I put this in an organizational fashion mm -hmm. where I'm being productive eight to 10 hours per day? What yeah. type of advice could you give around that? Well, so it's, it's creating, you know, your direction that you're going in. And that's a place where I step in is I take down their goals. Let's say they want to make $120,000 a year. Yep. Well, we break that down into how many people they have to speak to in order to make that. And then it goes to how many contracts do they have to write? How many closings do they have to have to hit their goals? Um, and then I flip it around another way. Um, and I actually saw this from a Grant Cardone video. He was talking about your first goal should be $860,000 or whatever. <laughs> Which I think is a little extreme for some people. Yeah. You know, that's a huge number. Sure. But he broke it down from, okay, well, you could ask for a dollar from 869,000 people. Right. Or you could ask for 10. Keeps breaking it down until it's, you know, you only have to talk to 869 people. That'll give you $1,000 each. Mm -hmm. Average commission in our area, again, is $10,000. Mm. So if you want to make $120,000, you only have to work with 12 people. Right. Close 12 people. But, you know, the numbers, when you start talking about leads, get bigger. Mm. But when you start talk, talking about number of transactions, it gets smaller. Yeah, and you know what? I'm an analytical person by nature because mm -hmm. I am a big believer and you can only manage what you can measure, right? There has yes. to be metrics behind what you're doing. So if you'd be kind enough, let's walk through an example. So okay. if you want to make $120,000 a year or $10,000 a month, mm -hmm. that's 12 transactions. Yeah. So how many people do you think you need to speak to? And I know it varies it, it based varies. on skill set, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we can use percentages. Okay. So let's say for a really good agent, probably about 3 to 5% of the people that you talk to yeah. will actually make a purchase from you that year. Okay. So if we want to make 10 transactions, let's call it, um, that would be... Yeah, so you're, so your your ten but, transactions. So three percent of ten three. Well, divide ten by three percent is. Well, you figure that's what three hundred basically. Yeah, so right? three hundred is probably three hundred real conversations. Real conversations, yeah. not you know you're going yeah, on Facebook Messenger yeah. and you're like, you know, it's like a multi-level marketing scheme <laughs> right. where you're like, I just got into real estate. <laughs> but you know what? That brings up another really good point. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Right? Because people mm -hmm. do that all the time. I've been managing, coaching 
I'd spent hundreds, some of probably thousand salespeople over my career. Yeah. People lie to themselves. All the we time. We do it sometimes. You oh, lie yeah. to yourself, right? You're trying to check it off your list. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I did this activity today, but mm -hmm. did you really? Yeah. Well, let's say you're trying to do a bold week. Yeah. You have to have 20 conversations a day. Yeah. Five days a week. Yep. So that's 100 people you're having conversations with. Yeah. Not 20 calls made. That's right. Not 20 answering machines. Yep. It's 20 two-way conversations. Right. And I know I lie to myself all the time with that. It's like, oh, I had a great conversation. <laughs> uh, I was on call number 17. Right. That, that's 20 for the day. But uh, yeah. that, that's not how you run a business. And when you're in real estate, you are running a business. Yeah. It's not as, even if you do it as a side hustle, you have your own company. You are your brand. Yeah. And you have to really treat it like a business. Sure. You got to pay your taxes. Yeah. So many people don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. You got to set aside that money to pay exactly. your taxes as well. You know, I'm going to hop back into the analytics for a second. Perfect. So if we're going to do 10 deals, because nice, mm -hmm. nice, even number and 3% conversion rate, that's probably, let's call it 350 real yeah. conversations yeah. you need to have. Well, if you're going to have 350 real conversations, you know, it's how many people do you need? How many calls do you need to make mm -hmm. to have those conversations? Right? Well, so Right? So the conversations are probably 3% of the calls. Of the, right. So three. So you're talking, you know, you can make a lot of calls, thousands yeah. and thousands of calls. Absolutely. Right? And they don't necessarily have to be calls. Right. They can be, you know, you post something on your Instagram and somebody says, oh, that's really cool. You start having a two-way conversation. That's, that's a contact. That's mm -hmm. a legitimate conversation. When it becomes two ways right. about real estate. That's when you start having the real conversations. Yeah. Um, one of my coaching clients, she's actually been with me the longest. She resigns her contract every year. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of her business comes from her just posting on her Instagram. She has a huge network. She she ran um, a nonprofit. Like she was a director of a nonprofit for mm -hmm. helping children. Okay. Um, and you know her her sphere is huge. So when she posts something on Instagram, people see it. Right. Um, and it's not about, don't be the salesperson. I just sold another house. I yep. just sold another house. It's about, you know, I just helped this family. I just helped this recent divorcee that's going through the worst time in their life. Yeah. And I help them have a little bit of happiness. Yeah. You make a great point with that. And you see that all the time in the industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, you have to promote your successes. So people know you're a successful person. Mm. It's not about us. No. It's about them. Absolutely. And that's a big miss you see a lot in the industry. Mm -hmm. It's about how you help that person, what you did for that person, how you changed their life, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how you educated them through the process. You know, everything that goes into being a real estate agent, being on the mortgage side, it's mm -hmm. not about you closing a deal. No. Who cares? Nobody, Nobody cares. Yeah. They care if they like you. Yep. Like, that's how you get clients. Mm-hmm. They care if they like you and that you're, you have somewhat of an experience. They don't care that you sold 100 houses last mm -hmm. year. They want to know what you can do for them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of wrap up our analytics. I'm doing yeah. math in my head while we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so if in the big picture, the number that I came up with is you really need to have about 30 contacts per day. Yeah. You know, in some way, shape, or form, whether or not mm -hmm. that's email or that's on Facebook or that's phone calls, to be able mm -hmm. to have particular conversations about real estate to be able to hit that goal. Yeah. So it's not unachievable when you start to chunk it down into the numbers. Mm -hmm. 25, 35, the 25 to 30 points of contact per day. Yeah. 
in the reality, you're not getting all those people on the phone or having detailed conversations. So how much time does that really take? And if you get a dialer, it's even quicker. There you go. An auto dialer. There, there you go. Yeah. And that's something, again, from a coaching standpoint that people need to know about. You know, how do you make that mm -hmm. easier? Yeah, exactly. So what other nuggets could you give us, Finn, for someone in real estate? Got to have your reserves. You need to have your plan. That's probably the biggest one. And you have to commit. Yeah. I think that is the final piece is being 100% committed. Yep. You're going to have days where you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. Happens to everyone. But those that do get out of bed are the ones that make it in this business, make it to full time and have a beautiful career. Yeah. You know, it goes back to saying that success is just an inside job, right? Yeah. It really, really, man, because at the end of the day on it, if you're getting up and you're doing your job, mm -hmm. I always look at it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid kind of gym guy. Mm -hmm. And I try to explain to my kids, it's, you know, how do you stay fit, right? Mm -hmm. And we kind of, everyone's relatively healthy. Uh, and, and we do a lot of exercise as a, as a family. At the end of the day on it, what I explain to them is, it's not about going to the gym when you want to go to the gym. Because mm -hmm. anybody can do that. What makes a difference is when you're, you go to the gym when you don't want to. Mm -hmm. that's how you stay in shape and that's how you stay fit. And the same yep. applies towards, you know, real estate or any type of sales job. Yep. Anybody can do it when they feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. It's the people that can do it when they don't feel like doing it that really make the, the difference and get to that end goal that they're looking for. Absolutely. So, so Vin, when we look at these full, the full-time agents that are coming into the business, I know we have to be able to prospect. We have to have the financial reserves. Mm -hmm. What's our business plan? You know, I, it, Part of it, too, is the, the how, right? Mm -hmm. So even if I know we talked about postcards and different ways that you can drive business, mm -hmm. but how do, I, how do I go? Like, what's the juice I need, the gas to get me moving? So there are definitely different ways to, to kind of get going. Yep. Um, I've done all of them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I started out as a single agent back in 2016. Mm -hmm. um, kind of fumbled around, got my first deal six months into the business. I was on top of the world right. um, and then didn't have any other business for a year. Wow. Yeah. How'd so, you feel? Were you ready to leave? Oh, I actually did. I let my license lapse. Okay. And then a friend of mine in the business got me back up and running. Um, she was the manager at a, a boutique brokerage. She was actually my real estate instructor that I kept in contact with. Okay. She saw my license lapsed, reached out to me, said, come on. Come to my office and, you know, we'll get you back up and running. And then I did two transactions with a mentor. Mm. Um, then I got too good for my mentor. I had two transactions. <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can count them all on one hand. You're fantastic. Exactly. Right. So then I switched to another brokerage. Right. I brokerage hopped pretty frequently in the yeah. beginning of my career. Um, my cousin had a team up in North Jersey. Okay. Um, started trying to work with her a little bit. Wasn't working out. I was paying so much money to Zillow every month. Yep. Um, to get leads. Got plenty of leads. Didn't get any closings. Sure. Um, and then I was recruited by another team, uh, brought to another brokerage, and then switched to another brokerage with the team. Right. And now I'm back on my own. But right. it's really finding those mentors. And my last mentor was amazing. Right. You know? It, I would not have grown the way that I have without doing so. Mm. And you get exposed to a lot of situations that you would never see as the solo agent that works from your parents' basement 
That was me. <laughs> uh, you know what? As you're kind of talking through that, I, I'm looking at today's environment, right? Mm -hmm. You came in in 2016. It was hard enough then to get acclimated. Yeah. And now you have agents that are really having a hard time. Yeah. You know, I read a statistic the other day that only 8% of real estate agents nationally have done four or more deals so far year to date. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a challenge right now. Absolutely. And, you know, my experience in sales is when you have a challenging environment, you and I both know it's an opportunity, right, to gain Absolutely. market share. So mm -hmm. we're, we're focused on that. We're like-minded like that. But I think the worst place anybody can be is on the island right now. Absolutely. You can't be in the basement trying to grind this thing out on your own. You need to band the lifeboats together, and you mm -hmm. need to work together as a team to get that energy and that spark and that mm -hmm. education to drive it forward. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So now if someone was out there right now that wants to come in as a part-time agent or looking to make a full-time change or somebody that is struggling right now, mm -hmm. what would be the best way to reach out to you, Vin? Uh, definitely by my cell phone, 732-567-4147. Um, I'm great at answering it. That's a, a beautiful <laughs> thing about real, being a real estate agent. Even if the number says spam, you answer it because right. it's probably an opportunity. Well, there's a one-on-one for everybody, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what? And I think you'd be a great mentor for, for people. You got a really Thank good you. spirit about you. You're a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And you know what? If anyone needs something out there, you should reach out to Vin. You have any questions? You're open to calls from anywhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, even if someone's in California listening, yeah, you still absolutely. can put them in the right reach direction. Out, and if I can't help you, I sure as hell can find someone that will. That's, so. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. I appreciate you taking the time today, Vin. I know you're busy. You got a lot going on. Absolutely. And I appreciate all your insight on full-time, part-time, and everything like that. And we appreciate mm -hmm. everyone out there that's listening. Thanks for listening. Greg Wareham with Your Mortgage Process. We got Vin Frana. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for being on the show today. We look forward to catching up with you next week, everyone. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.